Gratitude and Connection is all on one station. I'm your host, Janet CCP, and today's episode is going to be aired on October the 29th. Yeah. And I have with me today two guests, not one, but two, because this topic here couldn't just have one opinion. It needed two. And just to give you a little background on the first person we have on the show is a good friend of mine. Well, both of them are great friends of mine. I've known one longer than the other. Mm-hmm. But, um, Raquel, her name's Raquel Adabar. She is 23 years old from Mesquite, Texas. She goes to worship at Greenville Avenue Church of Christ and Memorial Road Church of Christ. Um, Greenville in Mesquite and Memorial Road during her undergraduate studies at Oklahoma Christian University, where she's actually a full-time biology major student and will be an alum after December 13th of this year. Woo-woo. Hey. Fun fact, <laughs> she can quote the whole... Um, yes, she can. <laughs> Oh my goodness, she can quote the whole movie, The Prince of Egypt, with a performance of the soundtrack that you have to see, you guys. Our next co-host is uh, Malcolm McRoy. Uh, I could not pronounce his last name for the longest when I first met him, so this is, this is a thing. I graduated to the feet of saying his last name, yeah! Um, he's 25 years old from Dallas, Texas. Texas made, in air quotes. It literally says that. Um, he goes to worship at Cliffview Church Christ. He works as a smart home design technician. He's a full-time worker, but he's also a full-time student towards getting his degree in secondary education. Fun fact about him, he's ambidextrous. And for those of you who are trying to Google that right now, that means <laughs> he can do anything, mostly everything, with both of his hands. So he has no dominant hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got the power <laughs> with mm-hmm. both hands. So, <laughs> hey, you guys. 
Hey, how's it girl? going? It's going good. It's going good. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it for doing this episode. It's really important, I think, to hear two different perspectives on what we're about to talk about. Um, the topic we're going to detangle, and we're going to detangle the tension that comes with college survival curriculum, as I want to call it. Mm-hmm. Of We have both two students, and a lot of you all that are currently in school, despite age, despite when you started or when you're getting back into starting, um, these two individuals have a very interesting story that one, Raquel, I'm just going to go ahead and make the differentiation. <laughs> so when you start talking, you don't have to like re-explain yeah, anything. Um, Raquel's a full-time student, and but she decided to not take on a 9-to-5 type job, mm-hmm. which in her perspective is that school is that 9-to-5 job, mm-hmm. that it just, you have to have your full mind focused in books to get it done. Um, but on the other hand, there's more than one way to get the degree, and that's why we have Malcolm as the second perspective of you can do your nine to five and still obtain a degree, mm-hmm. and that is possible either way. So we're I'm really really here to just talk about how both options one isn't better than the other. Mm-hmm. That either way you're both obtaining the same goal. So I guess I can just start on that realm of whoever wants to start first. Um, what? Depending on when I ask the question of whoever wants to answer it in the best, um, in their own perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, why a degree if so many people are becoming successful without it? I think the the term that we always hear or what we always hear and was the message that's always pressed is if you do get a degree, you know, it opens up a whole lot of more doors of opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it never puts you in a in a box of if you do this, you'll be successful. But it does provide a lot more opportunity. So um, it is always good to have that degree, some kind of certification. But you do also have trade schools and everything else like that. But what it really comes down to is is where you're really trying to go. What is your end goal? Mm-hmm. You know. So depending on if you want to be an electrician, you may not have to go and get a four-year degree you can go and you can um, go through a trade school get your you know uh, journeyman's and all these other things until you get to the level you need to to start your occupation but on the other side of it with a degree if you want to be a doctor or if you want to uh, be a lawyer it does require those steps so it really just depends on what route you want to go so we're this kind of a loaded question so Mm -hmm. the student loans and the scholarships and the headaches and the all the papers and everything worth it is it worth that degree like you're in the trenches right now you have mm-hmm. two years left and you are you're at the end mm-hmm. towards like December yeah it's all of is it worth it and has it been worth it um I always look at the ancestral um just journey um when when education is concerned because you look at the past and how much um how much it took for just our ancestors and just um, people of color um, to even get to a school and to get uh, education that's equal and that's um, that's kind of just open for everybody just to obtain just so you can do well in society and 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 end up you know doing well for your children or your children's children so I look at it as more of a generational thing and um uh, even when you look at some of the stars and celebrities out there, a lot of them, once they do gain fame, they end up going back to school to get that degree. And I think it's a sense of, you know, I, 
just something for my parents to say, hey, I know this is a serious and historical um, meaning and representation of the struggle and basically what we have had to endure just as black people and people of color, period. And so um, I think it is worth the headache and everything because it is a lot more opportunities that you can that you can have with obtaining a degree, but you also have to look at, you know, where, how, it's just the same as voting to me, you know, how much it took to even get to a point where I can go to school and just go to school for four years and do my work and homework and study and obtain a degree because, like, that's something that my grandmother or great-grandmother did not have. It's funny so. you mentioned about generations yeah. of getting degrees. How do you persuade a parent that maybe doesn't see... They see more of the negati- negativity that comes with getting a degree, meaning the student loans or mm-hmm. the financial aid situations or um, or seeing products like myself where I have a degree mm-hmm. and it's been a year since I've been able to even get my foot in the door into what I got my degree in. So how do you persuade a parent that maybe doesn't want the college career for their child or better mm-hmm. yet... If, if they do want it for them, the student that sees all the negativity of, well, why, and this person got famous off Instagram, mm-hmm. and this person, you know, they worked hard through their social media platform, right. but of course, from a child's perspective, they're looking at, well, it's a whole lot easier than spending 90 in classes for one class that I'll never use again. So how do you persuade anyone, whether it's the parent or the student, if they never had that, if they're a first, basically, if they're like a first-generation student, how do you persuade them or I'm not going to say persuade, what would you say to them if they even have that topic come up but it's never been instilled? Like you said, you've had motivation from both sides of mm-hmm. the family to do yeah. I mean, just from a standpoint, you got to realize, even as a young adult, you do have influence, mm-hmm. you know? So with you having influence and in breaking the cycle of, because you have to look at it, even from an understanding point of view, if you're a parent, all they see is they go to work, they pay bills, mm-hmm. and they just doing this for the family. And that's what they see. That's in front of them. That's what's obvious. But one thing we have to always keep in our mind is to get to where you've never gone before. You got to do what you've never done before. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So in doing what you've never done before and breaking that gap and, and really pushing forward, yes, on the front side of it, you may not see in longevity what success can come out of it. You're just seeing what is in front of you at that time. But a success, you have to have that dream. And with it, you have to really think about all a lot of good things. A lot of good things come through a process. They come through a process. Um, and even un- under the process of you think about how a diamond is created, you know, it's put under a lot of heat and a lot of pressure, you know, and that takes time. But as you start to break away those pieces that are dirty and look bad, you see that gem that is being created all the while. Mm -hmm. And it's the same process in our lives is we may see the bills. We may see the debt. We may see these are a lot of different distractions that are really trying to push us away from the gem that's being created. You see what I'm saying? So you're setting a foundation. And a lot of times, just going back to the influence part of it, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there's times where you're going to have to encourage yourself, but there's going to be other times where it's like, look, this is, you can start to bring people in your journey as well you know um that's how you can start to not only motivate yourself but motivate other people you know 
you can say, hey, will you study with me? Or, you know, just those different things to get them involved to help them see the vision. And I'll go ahead and piggyback off of this. Sometimes people aren't even meant to see your vision. They're not meant to see your vision. So there's a certain kind of perseverance that you have to take when you are a college student and you have to um, start to bring that influence not only on other people so much, but influence yourself. Understand that you can do it. You know, and it does take a, a great community around you to do that. But at the same time, it starts from within. And then with your contagiousness of wanting success so bad, people are going to start to believe around you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm a big believer in in you can do whatever you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that because I know that with me if my mind is not in it and if I don't feel like doing it I'm not gonna do it to the best of my ability and that's the same thing with education and with having your dream and I feel like sometimes they're they're the same thing but sometimes they're different and they're two different sides of the spectrum and um, sometimes when you go on YouTube you see some people on YouTube you know they're in their college dorm room and they're doing videos, but then they're also going to school. So, you know, that's just something that uh, my mom instilled in me because she wanted to be a director but ended up being a teacher after she met my dad and they settled down and all that. And she's, she's still actually working on it, but she was like, she never lost sight of her real dream, even though she had to kind of just um, adjust to the life that she wanted you know at that time and so um i'm a i'm a believer you can do both and life is a thing where if you mess up one you can just get back up the next day and and hit it again and try to do it better the next day and you can still hang on to that dream and work towards that but you have to make sure that you have that balance too to where neither one is suffering and then um um also like just stay grounded too in yourself like make sure you lose you you keep sight on both things because a lot of the the distractions that he was talking about about the loans and even like friends and like uh, some friends you have to let go certain family members you have to like say hey I'm gonna do this this is what's gonna happen you know like just that's just you have to keep sight of what you want because this is your life this isn't anybody else's it's yours so if you want to work towards a dream, that's fine. But also have that to fall back on and, and have something that you're going to work towards that you know is solid and then also work on your dream. So do you think people, once they get their degrees, I find it interesting, you hear a lot that you got your degree in one area, but mm-hmm. you end up working in something else. Right. So do you feel like those people didn't... Did, let me put this way. Do you think those people lost sight in what they got their degree in? Or do they not figure out their dream until after they worked hard on the degree that they thought was their mm-hmm. their path to success? Um, just in most cases that I've seen, is it's just a starting point. So even if they can't get a job in the degree that they actually wanted, um, where they're working now is a starting point to get to where they want to 
you know. Um, and then the other way around, if they didn't get the degree that they want, like in my case, I'm actually getting an interdisciplinary degree. So it has a focus in biology, but it has also psychology and Bible added onto that. So just to get me out sooner. And so that, that uh, is, I, I want to. Yes. Yeah. And so it's not the degree that I wanted, per se, because I should have been a chemistry major. I was better at chemistry. I don't know what happened, but, you know, it's now. It's, it's not the past. <laughs> I understand. But um, so, yeah, I'm working with that. And, and I thought I would get turned away by hospitals and things like that. But. Really, they're just looking for your experience. So if you do get a degree in something that you really didn't like, but say you have all these, if you're an art major, I mean, if you're not an art major and you said you want to do engineering, but you love art and you wanted to be an art major, and you have all these sketches and you've been in shows and, and, and you have like paintings everywhere, you can bring that as experience and show them to people and like get people to see your vision and get people... Um, get your foot in the door and also like just have that experience to show to say hey this is actually my passion I know what it says on paper but you have to separate yourself from what the paper says to who you actually are you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so um, that's actually happened a lot to like some of my friends because you know school gets hard and you you just want to get out and <laughs> you just want to get out yes. and uh, you're tired. <laughs> and so you just get the degree that that does fit. But and so on paper, it looks like you were maybe BSing it. You weren't really taking it seriously. You were, you know, playing around. You just you just pick something. But really, there's a, you have to have a strategy and you have to have something to back that up, too. So I would say experience is the best way to do that. And then on the other things. On the other end, if you get the degree that you wanted and you're not in the job that you want, you know, just start there and just foot in the door, start networking too, because it's really who you know. It really is. I'm glad you're bringing them up now. Strategy. Mm-hmm. Y'all have two different perspectives, and I want both of y'all to answer on this in your perspective. People that are applying to school, mm-hmm. what do you recommend? And what do you not recommend as far as in do's and don'ts? You brought up a point that mm. when you get closer to the end, for some, it doesn't matter what school, whether it's a no. private, whether it's a public, it don't matter. Whether, it doesn't matter. Advisors, <laughs> for some type of reason, yeah. don't tell you the classes you had to take. Yes, I sound personal. Mm-hmm. Mad, or they don't have them. Or they right. don't have and, and, Or you have to take them every spring yes. semester of every other year. year. Right. And mm. it's only offered then. We shooting slugs, but it's okay. It's it's okay though. <laughs> I got my paper though. Oh, in its case, I'm boom, dead. it came in October. Actually, a few days October. This we is love you though. See, week. we love you. We it's love you. like of last year. But the point is, what? Um, Cut that out. Nah, we we raw. We detangling on detangle. That's what we do. This is the so, knot in the middle of your head. You gotta keep. <laughs> this is a knot. Right. We gotta add that little more detangle part. Right. Right. Gotta add some more. This is one of them knots. This is literally one of them knots. So, to avoid any more knots, what are your do's and don'ts for when you're, one, the application process, and then two, just the college life in itself? It's going to be different because you have a work schedule, Mm -hmm. but you also have to separate time. So, kind of give a background. I'm kind of giving y'all a little Mm -hmm. bit, at least, basically, you can kind of formulate your answers. But basically, for you, Malcolm, can you kind of, Tell the do's and don'ts of how do you schedule your work time, your study time, a little bit of leisure time, your mm-hmm. family time. You have a church life as well. 
So for other people, it may be extracurricular if it isn't in um, in a religious based um, organization. So how how are you doing it? I know you haven't gotten down down pat because you're still doing it right now. Mm-hmm. So how when you made the decision to go back to school, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you already had all this already going on. So how did you compartmentalize all of it? Mm-hmm. And how are you still trying to make adjustments? So that's yours. For you, Raquel, mm-hmm. how were you able to adjust when you may have to have that extra year of school? Mm-hmm. And everyone doesn't know about that interdisciplinary studies degree. Mm-hmm. That basically that means I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. That basically I graduated from college degree. Mm-hmm. But it may not be as specifically what you wanted it in, but it does get you one step closer to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't keep you longer in a, in a processing matriculating more debt and scholarships and time right. and mental frustration. So, um, so for you, basically, um, how did you try to navigate? Because you're coming to the end of your of your of your episode with college. Mm-hmm. So, how did you learn to not take those ADM classes, mm-hmm. or if you have excuse me, or if you have to take them, how do you navigate getting the sleep, trying to have a social life as well, but also taking care of yourself. That's another thing too, mental health mm-hmm. with college. For some reason, it's like a huge thing now. I know at OC, the suicide rate was like crazy mm-hmm. when I was there for a while. And it was the stress of school. Mm-hmm. And maybe not necessarily the class itself, but everything that else goes around it. Because some people didn't know how to compartmentalize. Or if they did, they maybe put more emphasis on one side than the other. So, I know that was a jumble the question, but to yeah. narrow it down, how did you learn to Those make adjustment? It, how to adjust and how to focus in certain times and if you and if it hasn't worked how did you change it without completely beating yourself up about it so whoever wants to go go for it um to answer your question in in total transparency it can be very overwhelming at first just because you are working a job that's eight nine hours a day so you have to make up in your mind that okay it's going to take extra you're going to have to do extra i mean you can view it as doing extra or you can do it, view it in a way of, okay, this is a necessary step that you have to take. Um, a lot of times, whenever you are doing your classes, since your whole day is occupied during the day, it ends up being night classes. <laughs> so night classes, they can be very, you know, um, you can have a monotone, monotone professor that's very just dry and, you know. Um, but you have to, and it kind of goes back to when we were last talking, you have to be self-motivated. You know, and it, it's a week-by-week week thing, you know, where some weeks you may just be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm focused up. I'm, I'm ahead of the game. Da, 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 da. But then those are some of those some other weeks where it's just like, man, I am mentally exhausted, you know, and you just really try to get to that point where you can't so much compartmentalize everything, but you're just trying to, you know, catch the balls that you can as they're flying past you. Um, so um, just even recently now because I went to Chicago for for work and I came back and it was still trying to jumble all these things up the best thing that I can honestly give in advice to that um, don't try to handle everything at one time even if you feel like you're going to drop something it's best just to um, write things down too <laughs> but say you're not going to remember everything I don't care if you're a man or a woman just because of everything that's going on, if you're working and you have to contain work, you know, information, and you have to contain uh, um, stuff about school and everything like that, you have to write those things down. 
because your mind can't overload. Mm-hmm. It really can. So in a week-by-week basis for me, uh, catching up, trying to um, not so much as stay, keep my head above water, but just trying to still uh, retain information, you have to literally be the best that you can be in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just got to kind of put the blinders on and just take, if you're in your education class, be in your education class, focus on that education class. Be the very best you can be. And if there's anything outside of class that you need to do assignment-wise, write it down. And But each situation, and that's how you kind of slowly chop the tree down. And then each thing, just be your very best and then move to the next thing. And I've found that very beneficial as to instead of, oh, I got to get this class done. And then, oh, I got to be over here in this class. And then I got, you know, your mind, it's hard for your mind to operate in that way. Some people can but sometimes it's not the best way to tackle things. So just in my personal experience, especially with the job that I have, it can be very complex. And um, it can be very mentally draining as well because in computer software, programming and all that, it can put a mental strain on you. But in the compartmentalizing, the way it can be very beneficial is just focusing on whatever um, initial, exactly, in that specific area. And then once you get that done, then you can move to the next thing. And then honestly, even sometimes, um, I haven't done it yet, but I've heard some people that have been in my same situation where they just go to their professor and they just tell them, this is my situation, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And like, But that's, that's yeah. very yeah. good um, advice on both mm-hmm. situations, whether you're working or you're mm-hmm. doing a student. No. If you talk to your talk professors to yeah. just let them know. and don't talk to them the week before finals, no, no yeah. Stuff done, yeah. So. yeah, no. That's the hidden, that's the myth, or not myth, that's the right. thing people always say, but no. Build a relationship with your you advisor and yeah. your professors. You, you have, have no idea. They actually are you're human beings and they have mm-hmm. hearts sometimes. No matter how monotone they sound. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of them may just be like, nope, you got to sink or swim. But mm-hmm. at least that's the one class you know you're going to put your all in. Mm-hmm. There's other professors that actually have hearts. They have families. Right. They, will. they have to yeah. figure out ways to figure out a lesson plan, grade, do mm-hmm. tutoring sessions after hours and still have a family. Right. So I'm pretty sure they have to com- compartmentalize as well. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of switch it over, mm-hmm. how... Talk to your professors. That's the main thing. Talk mm-hmm. to them. Compartmentalize with them. so mm-hmm. that Because they want you to do your best in that class. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> just, especially on a night school schedule. Let's mm-hmm. say a lot of times, like, even when they're opening up the class, they'll say, okay, I know the reason why you're here in a night class is probably because you're working during the day. Mm-hmm. And with them saying that alone, it's just like, okay, they're willing to... Work, work with you. you, they're willing to understand. Don't be lazy and take that as an opportunity just to slack off. But just like, okay, hey, there's going to be moments where, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be weird. So absolutely talk to your professors. <laughs> just let them know. Make yourself known to them so that they can help you out. Yeah. So how do you chop your tree? Or how have you been trying to compartmentalize in college? And what have you learned? And what do you recommend? And what do you not recommend? I take an axe to that mug. No, I'm just <laughs> Just the metal. Just, it's set. Sledgehammer. And I said no, no, I'm just kidding. No. Or some people call, like, how do you eat the whole frog? Yeah. Like, oh. like, it's, so many, it's so many different analogies. You got to fry it first. I don't like I can't. <laughs> no, but meaning, like, how do you cut up each section? Yeah. How do you handle? Yeah. Or, okay, let's not use physical things. No, how do you eat? I got you. I got you. Okay. Because they look at me like, why are you choosing <laughs> living 
you figure it out? Or how are you still trying to figure it out? My, honestly, my favorite scripture, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is asking shall receive. Mm. That is like, honestly, like one of my favorite scriptures because in all of my four years, even before getting into college, if there was ever something I needed and if I needed help or if I... um. Uh, just needed a break on something or needed um, uh, tutoring or, or money. <laughs> you yeah, ask for it. And the worst that somebody can say to you is no. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm guilty of, in college, you get this pride about you to where, you know, I don't see any other students asking for help, so I'm not going to ask for help either like let i'll figure it out just I'll, like everybody I'll, else I asked you know everybody I, right i was there and then and the people thank you for asking yeah like they i do. had the same question thank you for asking because i was too nervous to do it mm-hmm. so yes step out on right you continue. do i mean and and that's how i was at first because i was coming off of you know high school and 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 just always you're you know, not asking the same y'all this, so it's, it's not the same thing you have to and study. so yeah and so once you get into soft sophomore year it was rough for me and i just ended up I dealt with things internally, and that's just a personality trait of mine. I just deal with things internally, and that was not helpful to any area of my life. So um, I say that to say, you know, asking for help is going to be, like, honestly the best thing that you can do in college. Um, I also, you know, I was just my personality. I like to do 101 things (laughs) at one time. And that's not honestly the best thing to do. Um, I would say, but, but school- you admitted to it. That's yeah. a lot of people won't admit that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I may have a control problem. Exactly. I may need to not do as much or say yes to everything. Right. But at least you're admitting it. Some yeah. people don't. And so. I just, you know, sometimes you just like to stay busy, and and it's it's honestly not the best thing that you can do. I would say I did try to do all my homework and stuff before. I needed it due or just wow. it, while I'm thinking about it, I would do it, you know, just because I know I would forget and I know I would get into some something and I'm just like, oh, snap, like yeah. I meant to turn on that paper at 1159, <laughs> it's 1205. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, with like yeah. five points off right, right. <laughs> and so, um, you know, just it's, it's the same thing as Malcolm was saying, you know, write it down because your brain needs an external hard drive. Your brain needs needs that something to see especially if you're a visual learner um I'm a visual learner so I know if I don't write something down if I don't do something right then I will absolutely forget about it or it I will I will remember at the last possible second where it's too late so that's that those are good things um you know family life I live close I live semi-close to my home so whenever I wanted to go home and have an outlet that was fine it was just hard when you don't have a car so it's good to also like make friends on campus that have the same mindset as you too a eight <laughs> and but then also the ones that don't you know it's also cool to hang out with them because it, they feel like they have no care in the world you know and they're so I feel like those kinds of friends are so carefree you know, whatever happens, happens. That's what it is. Don't hang out with them too much, but <laughs> it was fun. You know, we needed like 
just a group of people to be around. And every person is different. But one thing that you should not do is stay in your room all day and just study. That's absolutely a no-no. Uh, and that's how most people places. feel isolated. Go different places in your campus to right. study. Mm-hmm. Like the library... We were fortunate. Yeah. You know, it wasn't established until, like, my last senior year. Yeah, your last year. But I was a fifth-year senior. So, the brew, which is a coffee shop on campus, Mm -hmm. some people loved it, some people didn't. Yeah. For me, it was a mental escape. Yeah. That if I stay one, I can't do I can't do any type of work in a bed mm-hmm. or anywhere no. in my room, never, anywhere in my never room. Works. No, and so Mm-mm. I had to get out of that place. That space is usually where your breakdowns happen, right? Your screaming happens. Your binging, your binging you're eating, compulsive eating. There's too many distractions in that yeah. room. So yeah. choosing student centers or sections in the library, mm-hmm. or if your if your campus has a a brew or a coffee shop type of place. Some people were in the pavilion too, like really? under underneath you know that what? little. I would say that a little bit, but then yeah. when the weather would change, yeah, when the weather. Yeah. But if you don't have that luxury of taking your classes on campus, mm-hmm. like from my situation, sometimes Starbucks is actually a really good place. Yeah. Despite all the new stuff that has happened, it's actually a good place. Wi-Fi reception. Mm-hmm. A lot of the place, especially hey, if you have a little money, get a coffee or get a tea. Or whatever, and stimulate your mind right. mentally, like for your body or live public. I'm I'm gonna put a little PSA out there. <laughs> public libraries have so much access to so many things. Mm-hmm. Not even just campus libraries. Mm-hmm. I didn't really discover my hometown library until after I graduated, mm-hmm. but it gave me a mental space of now that I don't have a monetary job, I volunteer and do a lot of work with my church. Just not being at home and doing the work, it changed my perspective. You know what? I'm actually clocking in. You are. Into a job. Yeah. So I would take my laptop. I do it now. I take my laptop. I take any other articles or my notebooks. Mm -hmm. And I sit the library, especially if you choose a really nice library that has amenities like um, a whole wall of just wall sockets. They know that you're typing or you're going to work. And the thing is they do it around scenery. So they do it outside of a walking trail Mm -hmm. or go into the children's section of the library or anywhere else. It's quiet. Yeah. So you're able to put your own music in. If you, if you study that way, Mm -hmm. there are so many other evidence. It is free y'all. Yeah. The library card is actually free. So if you need to print out anything, yes, that does charge nine times times out of 10, it's like 25 cents or 50 as far as color, whatever mm-hmm. your library does, they're willing to help you mm-hmm. because a lot of people are in there for degrees or trying to study for something or do work management. And they also have study rooms in there as well. So there's so many amenities to releasing your endorphins and releasing those brain cells and not feel like you have to be cooped up in whether it's a dorm room or your mm-hmm. home because that's supposed to be your place of rest and your right. place of comfort and your place of safety to be able to express yourself. And to mix those two can sometimes be hard because then the same place where you cried can also be the same place where you're like, wait, why am I doing all this work? I have so yeah. much homework. It can it can literally, a place where you go can def- definitely change your perspective and change your attitude. Like you said, for your for Malcolm example, that you can start off, oh, this is a good week. I got these classes. I actually finished this on time. I had some time to actually sleep. If you weren't, if you were back in your home probably saying that, knowing if you had just cried the night before you had just got frustrated the day before it can bring up those memories right so changing your scenery 
can help with that. Yeah, he actually like you. He, I think also like if you have a home, it's a good place. I don't right. want down yeah, yeah, yeah. home. Sometimes it's the living room, no, or study yeah, room or right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Literally, get it out, is. Though. Don't always stay in those places to do your right. work. You actually get inspiration when it comes to papers or any other type of projects. Right. You get inspiration from being in other places to do your work. But yeah, ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's true. Like I mean, and I would, I would add like if if it if it does have to be your home cry in the shower and then like cry at like a desk somewhere or like and then I know he has a desk in his room and then he has like I guess the dining table you'll be at the dining table sometimes um and then I I know like I force my now that I'm off campus um living off campus I force myself to stay at the school until about like five or six Mm. So I don't leave until about five or six unless I have had no sleep or anything. I just want to go back. I'd stay at the school until then because any other day, if I was on campus, that's what my time thing would be. You know, it's, it, it is like an eight to like seven or later job, you know. So that's the same. That's kind of what you were saying. It's clocking in on, you know, your time to better yourself. In the midst of all this focus, too, and just, you know it's okay to take a break, mm. you know? Yes. Um, you have to give your mind that time to um, shift because I know even when it's when you're in the midst of your homework, sometimes um, you just hit a wall. Yeah. <laughs> it just does not make sense. You can read it three and four times. You can try to work it out three and four times, and it just doesn't make sense. Mm. So if you want to just go, you know, back away from it, you know, Take a snack break or watch, watch a 30 minute TV of the show. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch, watch something or do something that's going to alleviate your mind. Yeah. You know, to clear it out, wash it out. So then when you come back to it, you can come back to it with a fresh mind. Right. So just to end wrapping up this topic right here, I mean, just not this topic, but this section of the topic right now, give yourself and don't be afraid to give yourself that mental break because yeah. it will create so much anxiety if you don't. Mm-hmm. It'll put so much due tension on yourself. You know, that to the point where you can't, your brain cannot, you know, function the way it needs right. to. So I just add on that last little bit is give yourself that mental break. And why do you think you need sleep? You know, exactly. your brain needs time to reboot. And yeah. especially that's over a whole day, you know, when you sleep. But some people take naps in the middle of the day. Some people do have that downtime and that break time. And your brain needs that. It just it can does. Congratulate yourself. That's mm-hmm. one thing I didn't learn until after I graduated. Right. Congratulations. Was, I didn't congratulate myself for I finished. That. Well, I take that back. It was towards the last semester. Yeah. Graduation he, yeah. You were talking that about that. My shout out to Raj. Y'all remember her from episode two, three, three, episode three. She literally had to teach me that you have to clap for yourself mm-hmm. no matter how small it may seem you mm-hmm. have to because you you will always have the list of what you haven't done because yeah. apparently you ain't graduated yet so <laughs> done. but you have to be proud of yourself mm-hmm. i i end up having to go to therapy i know we didn't touch on mental health and we'll probably do that for another episode but that breathing mm-hmm. that taking the break for yourself congratulate yourself helps so much more mm-hmm. because something just as a minor example to wrap it up Something as simple as, yo, I went to class today. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then the next the next celebration can be, yo, I took not too bad notes. I didn't understand, but I wasn't afraid to ask about something. Mm-hmm. Or 
simple thing is I talk to my advisor. They actually know my name besides on the roll. Mm-hmm. They know who I am now. Mm-hmm. So, simple, simple things. I finished that paper I worked on. I know I got a million more later, but I finished it. Yeah. I'm one paper away from getting what I what I worked hard and for. And then that goes back to the dream side of things where mm-hmm. you can you have that time where you can be creative because you're you're tapping into a whole nother side of your brain. Mm-hmm. You you can be creative, you can be um, doing things that you love, you can do those hobbies, you can just take time out for yourself. And that's honestly the same um, that's feeding both of those um, both of those goals that you may have for yourself. And, and that can honestly be taken as dream time. You know? I like dream it. time. So, <laughs> to bring it to an end, quick thing. Five words that you would give as your last statements of college. The curriculum, as I call college survival curriculum. With some last words you would say. It didn't have to be five, oh, but just something short. I was like... <laughs> what is your last piece of advice just in general despite after everything you have said of scheduling mm-hmm. cutting your tree taking mm-hmm. the break congratulating yourself time management um self-determination out of all of that what's a last thing you would leave with our listeners um i would say pay attention to your body first of all mm-hmm. like also like the things that you eat the things that you may do they have an effect on your study time and on your productivity and everything else so just make sure you pay attention to that and I know I'm horrible with it so that's why I'm saying it (laughs) um so um and then also like know where you're going um even though like I know some schools are better than others when it comes to like nursing or business or you know sciences or engineering or you know art um, but just know where you're going because some some school that you some graduate school uh, particularly I'm just talking about my case may have classes that you that you may be taking now like in your um, your prerequisites in your prerequisites as the school requires it but that graduate school does not require it so you could switch something out you know that that your graduate school that you want to go to your dream graduate school want uh, requires that your school does not and it still counts as the same credit but it goes towards and it gets you in the door of the graduate school that you want or where you want to go you know so I would say to just plan ahead and know know where you're going know where you're um, going and know your body right. um, looking at the big journey that college is you know sometimes when you look at it it's hard to really see how to tackle it Mm-hmm. But you don't always have to make a drastic decision or a drastic, you know, movement to right. get through college. It's very incremental, small changes. Mm-hmm. So just create good habits. Yeah. You know, create a good habit of surrounding yourself with a good community. You know, mm-hmm. of people that are willing to lift you up, help you be successful. Create a good habit of continuously praying to God. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and realize that He is the source of your strength and He can help carry you through and then just creating those good habits like Raquel was saying of um, eat good things be healthy you know something that's going to help you you beneficially to yeah. uh, keep moving so uh, just wrapping everything up just making sure that you uh, don't put that unnecessary pressure on yourself and create good habits mm-hmm. and, and the small habits because you can start building on the good habits and before you know when you look at it at the end of it all 
it's like okay i've actually been through the process so create the small habits and then just keep building off that day by day and you can start becoming self-conscious of it at first of a good habit but then as you start building it's just going to start becoming like second nature right. of your good habit you see what i'm saying and then as you keep building off that it's just going to become repetition to the point where you're going to be so successful it's going to take you to a whole other place that's a good like thing that. that he said too is like pressure like don't put so much pressure on yourself like you are fine you're gonna make it through and you just keep fighting through what you want to do you know people are gonna tell you that you can't all day but you have to believe it yourself and people mess up like that happens God even says that we're probably gonna mess up sometimes but he still that's gonna happen but he loves us and you have so many people at home that love you regardless so you just have to keep that in mind and not put so much pressure on yourself because that's something that I definitely went through well I'm about to add some pressure on them all this well first of all the pressure is off I know y'all did y'all did turn up thank you when I tell you they I don't know why everybody's so scared to be on the show. I feel like I'm the Grim Reaper when it comes to my guys. I don't know what is. They did a great job. So I have a lot of hair references on the show. So we have, we have literally added the water to our hair, which it brought out all the knots, all the yes. gunk, all the yes. nastiness. You can run your We've fingers We You can't. Like, you're yes. stuck. Oh. So just like in college, you get literally, when you add water, like you haven't added any product or anything oh. to your hair. You just the first. You're in the well, first step. Of, you're in the first step of it. Now, if you can, you got some magic. Right. Like, um, so we add the water. We we have talked about the topic of just college itself. The even the thought of it. So now we've added our product, which is whatever you use, whether it's Carol's daughters, whether it's whatever you use to get all those knots out. Right. They have given you very valid advice from self confidence to planning to um, getting away from the pressures of trying to finish or the pressures of negativity. We've combed through all that. They've given you valid, valid tools to use to detangle through this process called college. And now that we have gotten to that point, I have a last segment that I call we're going to style our hair. And however, whether it's bantu knots, whether it's shaving, whether it's getting the coils, yes. whatever it is. And we finna slay in what I call my favorite game of all time. <laughs> Song Association, the time has come. Like, yes, y'all, yes. if you haven't already figured out with them, follow them on Instagram, so whatever. Great. They are a couple in real life, so this rivalry is about to be real in the streets. I'm excited. I didn't plan this for real, for real, but All right, I've already explained the game to them, and so we're going to go ahead and just get into it. Mm-hmm, All right, mm-hmm. Let's you do it. have 10 seconds. Jan, okay, you started after you say it. Yes, okay. No, I started once y'all start talking. Okay, good. I will say, like, I, okay, I guess I need to read. No, I just get it. I, <laughs> if I give you the word chain, I'm gonna okay. say, all right, you guys, your word is chain. It's so, like, just, chain. just like, <laughs> like, if you get it that fast, okay then. <laughs> And it looks like Raquel is ready to play. Malcolm's like, you know, I might actually beat you in. But, all right. She's going to beat me if I like. Shame, shame, shame. All right, y'all ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Your first word is light. It's the circle. <laughs> of what? And it moves the circle soul. of what? Circle of love. You have to actually say the word. You thought I was going to give her the point. I'm so dramatic. You have to say the word. Like, I was going to go first. I'm just going to just give you points. What I look like. All right. Your next word is. Welcome. Come on. I, I am. I'm, look, I'm good. We're right here. I'm fine. Your next 
see what I just had to deal with y'all. <laughs> Your next word is black. Ooh, black. black cat. Uh, dun, 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 Better watch your step or you're gonna die. It must be a song because it's she's singing it. Jackson. It's Flint. Okay, okay. Flint, Flint, Flint. Okay. That's the song. No, Black Cat's a Paula Nuh-uh. She had a song about a cat. Baby. Pull it up. Pull it up. Let's we play it for the people. We're going to play this later. We're going to play this song. <laughs> Too late. Is that right? I think so. We're going to five. I hope it's going to be ten. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me look at it. No, you don't have time right now. Don't call it come back. Here we go. All right. Your next word is eyes. Three. Why did I think of that? Uh, so we can do church song. Okay, okay. Uh-uh. You can do all of, you can do any song. Jen, why you do that? Here we go, let's go. He should have known that. Nobody get that one. Nobody did. I may come back. I'm to winning it. two to if zero. I, if, I, if it's a tie, then I'll change the word to make it a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Hey, the next hey. the next word is make sure you get time right. Okay. Your next word is two. T W O. Two. Just two, two, two. I don't know much about algebra, but I know one plus one equals two. Ah! Y'all are not seeing what I see. What the heck? Thinking she auditioned for American Idol. All right, you ready? I'm going blank right now. Here we go. Here we go. Your next word is. Your next word is tractor. Take you for a ride on the big green tractor. You can go slow. Oh my God. He is so country. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Oh, you can't have that. They're, phys- they're physically pulling each other for the microphone. <laughs> like, it picks up everything. All right. Your next word is it. Oh. Uh. It won't be very long. Yes, this song. Is so like, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a it song leader, too, so that's not even fair. That's not even just fair. You got the first three. Wow. You're just mad because you're catching up. All right. Your next word is knees. K N. Hey, I get down on my knees. He said it first. He said it Get your head. <laughs> I'm right. on your head. Your next word is. Four F O U R four, the number four. Go. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about theology. But I know one. that if no. your love is true, eh. and I know if your love wow. is true. Wow. I don't no. think he says two. He says four. I'm sorry. Malcolm, it's your floor. You know a word? No. What? What? Four is hard. I thought he said four. Malcolm. Ain't no four. You said the number. Yes, there is. I have four for mm. a reason. Oh, one. You like a dream come true. Uh, Two. Just want to be with you. Three. Oh, yeah. I don't know all those lyrics like that. Why you one for me? And four. Repeat steps. One through three. Five, make you fall in love with me. And then you got one, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the <laughs> I forgot that song. Dang. And then I could have been like, five, four, three, three two, one. Short. Look, If y'all listen to the Detangle podcast, it's in the beginning of the show. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Y'all got two more words, but because there's two left, I'll see if there's a tie. Okay. What's the point? Let's go. 
So no, it's actually tied right now. <laughs> oh, let's go. I didn't get four. Yeah. So Raquel Not has three. Malcolm has three. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. They may hit me up. Okay. If y'all if y'all don't choose the song that I see you gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna be kind of mad. All right. Okay. The word is favor. Favor. <laughs> oh. For. It literally came to my head the last minute. I was like, oh, I haven't seen this. All right, here we go. Last word. If you get this, you can tie. Bam, let's go. Let's come get on, it. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, Jan. This is going to be funny. Jan, it better be. You it. can't cover my mouth neither. Why you yeah, hands, hands, put hands on your head. <laughs> Y'all, she beat me over here now. No, I'm know. not. No, I'm not. We okay. do not promote violence. <laughs> <laughs> All views are not. No Malcolm's were hurting. No one's making harming this. the making <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Your final word to either make a tie. Mm-hmm. What Steve Harvey said when the sudden death. Man. Okay. Okay. The word is hide. Hide behind, hide behind the mountain. Oh. Okay. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it tied? Is she won? It's tied. Oh, it's tied now. Yes. Okay. If you love me, you let me win. I love you. I'm telling you that. But winning ain't got nothing to do with Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to use the word she didn't get because it actually works. All right. Your final word to break the tie. Hang your on. word is... Hang on, hang on. You sneezing? I, I know what it was. I had a malfunction. It was That's a bodily all. malfunction. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Somebody got now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Disqualified, you know what? Let me get this game. All right, your final word is dress. I put your freaking dress on. Your freaking dress on. That's not a song. That's not no song. She's offbeat about it. That's the, that's the problem. She's offbeat, but that's a real There's song. a song that said dress on. Yeah, put your freaking dress on. Oh, put your freaking dress on. This is a holy podcast, <laughs> and that is an invalid song. Um, Don't do any freaking. Don't do any freaking. Unless you marry. Unless you marry. Unless you marry. You have a spouse. <laughs> Loves you. Praise him. <laughs> um, so the winner is... One, two, Can y'all hear me? Four, five is Raquel. Malcolm, you were close though. That was good. You were, babe. Oh, good job. Good. Okay, you guys. So the kind of hey. 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 So the friend of the show that you all you already know how I like to end the show with a quote of the week in the verse of the week. I always believe words of affirmation are very important to finish out the week. Yes, it's mm-hmm. Tuesday, but it gives you kind of a boost in a sense. So your quote of the week is. It's actually from Albert Einstein. It says, stay away from negative people. Yeah. They have a problem for every solution. Mm. 
And mm. your verse of the week comes from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation. The Lord be with you all. Um, thank you again, you guys, for just being here. Um, both of these, staying away from negative people, that's the pressure that we talked about yeah. in today's podcast. And just that the Lord will give his peace. He said the X for it. He's, he never will leave you nor forsake you in this time of getting your degree and chasing after your dreams, even after you receive your degree. That's a word for myself because it's, it's hard out here. So, again, thank you guys for coming. Um, had a great time. Thank you for having us. So, yes. this Tango Podcast is all about creating a safe and carefree space, showing gratitude to different opinions, and connecting the purpose through a party. So, tune in next Tuesday for another time and another topic to detangle. Pray all the time. Have peace with everybody. And go outside and play, y'all. Keeping it real, keeping it real. Just waiting a long time. Keeps it real. Just for you.